Hello and welcome to our daily encouragement brought to you by Island Church. I am so excited to be able to have the opportunity this week to bring to you a series on Christmas. I mean, here on the island, uh, and for those of you that will be watching around the world and in different states, uh, if you've never been to Galveston Island at Christmas time, it is absolutely beautiful. I mean, the, the spirit of Christmas here is just in all the people, uh, the beautiful decorations, uh, just a, a wonderful place to be able to spend Christmas. Uh, and, and this year may be a little bit different. Uh, but still, uh, as Pastor Rusty said recently in one of his sermons, the spirit of Christmas will not be suppressed. Uh, and we want to definitely be able to share that. And I've actually uh, entitled the sermon series that we'll be taking a look at this week, The Spirit of Christmas. Um, and I want us to be able to uh, look back at some of the, the prophecies that happened uh, around the time of Jesus' birth. So we're going to uh, take a look at several people who God uh, and the Holy Spirit uh, gave prophecy either through or to um, uh, surrounding the birth of Jesus Christ. So we're going to get started uh, with that. Uh, I'd like for you to turn uh, with me in your Bibles and we'll, we'll study along and, and be able to just, just really enjoy this and just, just let that, that spirit of Christmas just, just engulf us uh, and, and be able to just, just travel back uh, through our mind's eye uh, to, to be able to go back to uh, that first Christmas when Jesus was born and all of the, the things that were surrounding it. Um, you know, just to, to be able to uh, understand a few things, um, you know, we, we know that there was a great suppression uh, coming on the nation of Israel at this time. Um, I mean, it had, been, uh, it had been about 400 years or more uh, since there had been a, a prophetic message or, or anything being given uh, by the Holy Spirit. Um, you know, things had, had really quietened down. Um, and then all of the sudden, in Jerusalem and in Nazareth and Bethlehem um, and, and really across the world and in and, and neighboring nations uh, and afar off, uh, things started to move and things started to change and, and you, you could feel a, a presence again and, and there were, were uh, strange things afoot that we're going to be able to talk about this week and, and take a look at. Uh, just an exciting story, uh, the story of Christmas. Uh, but I want to start out. Um, I'm going to start out in the book of John, uh, John, uh, chapter 16 and verse 13. Uh, here uh, Jesus is speaking. Uh, he says, "Howbeit, when He, the Spirit of Truth, is come, He will guide you into all truth, and He shall not speak of Himself, but whatsoever He shall hear." that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So this is Jesus explaining some of the work and, and what the Holy, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is going to be able to accomplish, what the Holy Ghost is going to do, uh, and followers uh, is talking about what the, the Holy Spirit will do in the church today, um, and, and that word of prophecy and, and that prophetic word. So we're going to, to this week look at, at seven different prophecies around the birth of Christ. 
Um, you know, three of those are men, uh, three of those are women, and one's going to be to a group of people. Uh, but first we're going to start out um, in Luke chapter 1 and verse 67. In Luke chapter 1 and verse 67. So here um, we're going to talk about uh, Zechariah. So Zechariah uh, is the father of John the Baptist. Um, you know, and I know we started out in John, and that is John the Apostle, or, or uh, as he would write by inspiration of the Holy Spirit uh, and refer to him as the disciple whom Jesus loved. Um, but this is John the Baptist. So this is uh, John, the, the son of Zechariah. Um, and we're going to uh, start talking a little bit about Zechariah's prophecy. Now, Zechariah was a, a priest um, here as we uh, pick up in his story. Uh, but let's go ahead and talk about it. In Luke chapter 1, verse 67, And his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. He hath raised up a horn of salvation for, for us in the house of his servant David. And he spake by the mouth of the holy prophets, which he has uh, been since the world, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform mercy uh, the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath which he sware our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Now this is, is uh, Zechariah speaking about uh, his son John. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day, uh, the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet unto the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was uh, in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. Um, so Zechariah uh, is well known. Now here in verse 67, um, this is, is when Zechariah is able to speak. Now, if, if we rewind back to when we're, we're first introduced here, Zechariah uh, himself, is, uh, he's a, as I was saying, he was a priest. Uh, Zechariah goes in and Gabriel actually uh, makes himself uh, manifest and, and speaks to Zechariah to tell him about the prophecy that's going to, to happen. Now, Zechariah is uh, probably one of the smartest men or, or wisest men that you'll find in the Bible. So Gabriel goes in and talks to Zechariah. Now Zechariah uh, refers to himself as an old man uh, when he begins to talk to him because Gabriel brings a message to him similar to that uh, that, that God gave to Abraham back in the Old Testament. And now Zechariah is, is uh, an old man uh, and he finds out he's going to have a son. Uh, now, of course, uh, his wife, Elizabeth, uh, is not even pregnant at the time, uh, but he, he's uh, given this dream, he's given this, this prophetic message, um, and finds out that he is going to be having a son. 
Uh, and, and like a lot of people, if you are, are an old man uh, or, or well up in age, um, you may not believe it. And this was, was Gabriel, one of the archangels, telling him, you are going to have a son. And he's like, I don't believe it. Um, and, and all of a sudden, he's not able to talk. Uh, and, and he's not able to talk for a while. Um, so, so what will happen in this while he's, he's unable to speak? You know, he goes out and he, he tries to do signs and tries to tell people. And they perceive that he has seen some sort of a vision and that he has had a holy encounter um, but when he finds out what's, what's going to be happening here, um, he, he sort of retreats back to his house. And as the Bible would say, it comes to pass um, that he starts seeing those things. But let me tell you why uh, Zechariah is, is wise. Um, so he refers to himself, as I said, when he begins having this conversation with Gabriel. He says, how can this be that I'm going to have a, that I'm going to have a son uh, because I'm an old man? And he says, and my wife, Elizabeth, she is, she is advanced in years. Uh, she, she's a little bit older herself. So now you'll notice he does not refer to her as, as an old woman, but he, he, he's much more gentle in how he handles that piece of information uh, when he's conversing back and forth with Gabriel. Um, but they go on and, and they, they, have that, uh, they have that son and, um, and his name is going to be John. But uh, I want to uh, talk to you for just a little bit, you know, in these. Um, one thing that you're going to see in these prophetic messages is um, how fear can really get in the way. Um, fear affects faith. And, and that's something that in, in each of these encounters, uh, the, the way that the Holy Spirit, uh, the way that the Holy Ghost would give these messages, um, the fear had to be dealt with. You know, when, when the angels would appear to the shepherd, when, when um, Mary and Joseph and, and others would get this message, they had to deal with the fear and get that fear out of the way because fear can affect your faith. And, and we're living in a world right now where fear is, is overtaking us. Uh, probably the, the biggest pandemic that's going on in the world right now is that of fear. So we need to make sure that, that whatever it is um, that we're feel fearful with right now or whatever it is that we're going through, uh, especially in this Christmas season, if we want to truly be able to experience all the prophetic words that were given um, in this time, we want to be able to remove that fear from our lives so that, so that our faith can grow and our faith can flourish and, and, and the Spirit can just be manifest in us and God can truly get the glory from that because that, that's what we want to happen in this Christmas season. We want to give God all the glory. We want to celebrate Jesus. Uh, but here in this prophetic word, you know, and, and we'll go into it a little bit deeper, but, you know, this is, um, you know, this is where we find out about salvation. And, and in this prophetic word uh, that was being uh, shared here with, uh, with Zechariah, um, you know, it, it's all about salvation as we begin to look at it. And, you know, once again, as we look uh, here, and the father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, um, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people. These are other prophetic words that we'll hear in just a bit. 
and he hath raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of David. Um, you know, this is, that's what we need to truly remember about Christmas. Christmas, uh, at its core, is about salvation. Uh, and how important that is. As a matter of fact, if we look at the name that was that would be given to this holy child that was going to be born, you know, John the Baptist would be the the he would be born first, and he would be the one that would make the path straight, and then Jesus would follow behind in his ministry. But even the name that was given to Jesus, uh, you know, is something wonderful to look at. Um, you know, and, and we look at it and a lot of people say, well, it's the same name as Joshua. Well, you know, and, and there was Joshua in the Old Testament. Joshua was the one who, who served under Moses. And then Joshua would lead Israel across the Jordan River into the promised land after Moses died. So Moses would take them up to the promised land. And then you remember Joshua um, would be the one who would take them over. But Joshua was actually born... Uh, uh, Hosea or, or uh, Oshua, um, and Moses would later add uh, the J to that, um, and, and what the J would be is uh, representing, and, and the J is a more modern letter, uh, but it would add that uh, God part to it. So the, the uh, Oshua or, or Hoshua would be saves or salvation, and the J added to it to become Joshua would be God saves. But the name Jesus is actually just a little bit different, uh, and if you look at it in the Greek, it adds the letter E. Now that letter E uh, is representation of, of uh, God when God would say in the Old Testament, when he would say, I am, and refer to himself Tell them that I am hath sent you. So that, that E in there uh, puts in the I am. So that the so when this prophetic message of salvation comes about who is Jesus and, and, and who Jesus was and what does his name mean and what's the importance of that, it, uh, Jesus actually means I am God, your salvation. So So when he would say that, um, and, and that's why the Pharisees and, and the scribes and the religious leaders of the day would get so angry, uh, and, and, you know, it would just, uh, put up a, a spirit of offense in them because every time he said his name, he was saying, I am God, your salvation. And when he would say things, uh, like I am the bread, I am God, the bread of life. I am God, the door. I am God, the resurrection and the life. I am God, the way. I am God, the truth. I am God, the life. So I am God, your salvation. Um, such an important piece of the Christmas story is realizing exactly who Jesus was. And if we want to truly understand the spirit of Christmas and the prophetic words uh, that were given around this, as we begin uh, this series uh, with that of Zechariah, and we go away with Zechariah's word uh, that he received, his prophetic word, if we were going to put that into one summation, would be that of salvation and finding out that there would be born uh, in the city of Bethlehem, uh, born to us right here today, around the world, 
that we have access to God, our salvation. God bless you. I, I look forward to talking to you later on this week. I hope you'll tune back in at, as, as we enjoy uh, going through the Christmas season as we take a look at the spirit of Christmas and the prophetic word that was given either to or through uh, some of these characters in uh, the Christmas story as we find out the true meaning of Christmas. God bless you and we'll see you soon.